and welcome everybody to What the Hops. I'm Brian. I'm joined here with Adam and Eric, and we also have a, I guess, guest slash audience member. Say hello, Shannon. Hello. Shannon is Eric's wife, so she's out here joining us today as we're recording this. We're still in June, and we're still ahead of schedule, and today is Smash Tag Day at Old First Ward, so we are currently drinking that right now. It's smooth. Real smooth. Definitely better than the second batch. Closer to the first batch, and yeah, if you are lucky enough to get there before they run out, good for you. If not, I guess you're going to have to wait a couple months until they brew it again. What do you guys think of it? Uh, I think it's pretty smooth beer. Not bad for New England. It's decent hop flavor, decent hop aroma. Cloudy. Love the cloudiness. Uh, oh, yeah. Adam, what do you think about it? I think this is the first time so that I've had it. So this is version three. Yeah, yeah this is version three. Version two was a little oaty, a little more bitter than... Like, version one just took everybody by surprise. Because that was one of the first times New England were on the scene, right? No, I would say one more... No. One of the ones locally, you know, other than, like, something that they're making in, like, Thin Man, um, or, like, an, a random, like, R&D get out of, like, Resurgence. But, I mean... It definitely had the hype, I think, for it. The thing is, the thing is, Old First Ward is this weird. It's a hidden gem in the city because because of the fact that it's a brew pub that has a brewery attached to it. Like, I mean, they're running their own brewery out of Gene McCarthy's, and if you've never been to Gene McCarthy's, Doesn't one, it look like a and house. Yeah, and it's small though too. Isn't like it? Gene McCarthy's is such an old bar, an old staple in the city that if you haven't been there. You're kind of living in Buffalo wrong. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're also you're also from Depew, so yeah. I mean, you get that. I you had get that, that. I had that bubble. Yeah. You, know. you, you get that pass, I guess. Yeah. Thank to... God you met us because we destroyed that bubble. <laughs> yeah, that bubble's been long gone. <laughs> but no, Mac- McCarthy's is McCarthy's is that corner bar, old school corner bar that like you're parents parents have been to and you know if you grew up in the first ward then people were probably going down there and grabbing buckets of beer not like buckets of bottles but literal buckets of beer and taking them back to their houses back i, the I feel like this is like a bar that like everyone's uncle hangs out at or hung out at, at some and, point and in time and everybody has especially if you grew up in an area that we did i mean if you go into kaisertown still i mean there's a bar on every corner if you every block there's one i mean i mean hell if you if you live in sloan right now you know the the capital chictawaga <laughs> is that what we're gonna call it <laughs> yes it's a second it's sloan is the second happiest place on earth right oh shit they had that sign i forgot about that <laughs> they did have that sign what does depew get because isn't depew technically part of chictawaga uh, depew yeah, I think so depew tries to be part of lancaster but is more chictawaga than lancaster i i, I agree 100 percent. <laughs> so. you pay the chictawaga to the pew and depew, the lancaster taxes yeah, depew just, literally pays everything you get screwed. So. you get screwed my brother has to deal with that <laughs> You know, and for all that for, for 30 mile an hour speed limits. Yeah. Right. It's, um, and you get the village tax and all that, all yeah. that fun stuff that comes along with that. But hey, go to Pew. Go what? Wildcats? Go Wildcats. Baby. Go Wildcats. <laughs> O2 represent. I actually got a uh, guy that I work with that 
turns out years ago he did some random videos and like commercials and stuff it was an espn commercial with like kenny main and he during the commercial he talked about like how he painted his face purple for whatever the wildcats team was and it turned out to be permanent paint and he's just eating chicken wings and kenny main staring at him and like it's hilarious so he has this like this video that was put together of like all these different commercials you're in and one's like a random like sprint or verizon commercial i'm like thinking back like holy shit dude i kind of remember that commercial i'm like now i work with this guy <laughs> but like at the end of that one that uh we paint his face he just goes go wildcats so like every time i see him now at work i just yell go wildcats at him he just like shakes his head like <laughs> like yeah let's not go there anymore it's a part of his past that he'd like to forget Ugh, bring it back <laughs> Shannon, what do you think about this beer? Sh- Shannon's being a little shy right now. She's so. a little camera shy right now. That's uh, that's why. That's why she might be more of an audience member. But yeah, well, that, the class is almost gone though, Shannon. Right? Yeah, it's it's delicious. It's, I like it. It is very smooth New England IPA. So great job, guys. Over well, Eric at, just uh, recently brewed a New England IPA, and this is pretty close to. Yeah, the the what look, the look had. and taste and feel are pretty similar to it. I mean, so you're yeah. pretty much getting the same type of like had retention with so it too. What so what exactly did you kind of put in yours to kind of give us an idea? Yeah, what's the four one one? Pilsner malt and oats, flaked oats, and uh, pretty much hopped with mosaic and citra. Second time we made this beer, uh, a couple notes I'd make I'd make some changes on. I think I'd lighten up my. 15-minute edition of hops and save them either more for uh, flame out, but just take away, take the IBUs down just a tad, but I'm I'm very happy with this. I mean, you guys had good feedback on it, too. Shannon, I know you enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And there's a full sixtal downstairs sitting there, so yeah. As I, you'll, I be having, Sh- you'll be having multiple nights of... Sh- uh, Shannon's lucky enough to have full access to a nice sixtal of... Uh, Juicy Larry. She turned British after four of them the other <laughs> night. And uh, she kept it up way longer than I thought she could have. So I have to give her credit for that. Yeah, you got to give her props for that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being British. It's yeah. not about being British. It's just taking the accent going because I was waiting for her to start like saying real words that like were British words, but she doesn't know any. <laughs> so she just would go back to like tea and crumpets <laughs> every now and then. Fish and, and chips. Those... Yeah. <laughs> well, Smash Tag, according to... Untapped comes in at a 7.4 ABV and a 62 IBU. That's smooth for over 7% too. Yeah. You Um, you definitely hide the alcohol really well in it. I'm assuming that this is the original smash tag, so I can't... I'm assuming Brian over at Old First Ward is probably uh, brewing it pretty close to what the original was. What do you think contributed to the kind of drop off for the second batch that did versus the first and now the third. Could have been, di- I mean, there could be different things. It could be the way that it's fermented. There could have been like differences with the hops. There could be difference with the the, the, um, the second one tasted almost as if it had too much oats in it. It depends. I mean, the flavors can get volatile with it. I mean, you know, they're brewing in a much more controlled environment than us standing in my backyard with a turkey fryer and propane, you know. I mean, yeah. a Gatorade cooler. Yeah. 
which I mean, everything's, you know, we sanitize the living crap out of everything. Yeah, yeah. But it still doesn't mean that you can't run across errors. Like we talked about in the last uh, last episode or the episode before that with home brewing. I mean, we've been pretty damn lucky when it comes to making beers and not really having anything to throw out other than that Oak Age Pale Ale, which it shot the shit off as soon as we opened it up. <laughs> it was just basically a foam bomb. Old First Ward is definitely doing something... Uh... When they come out with these New Englands and they also have their mash tag and they got the short sleeves, their session IPA as well. They're doing some great things with IPAs. But in my opinion, too, I enjoy the fact that Old First Ward is doing a lot of decent Hefeweizens. And I know a lot of people aren't really fans of the Hefeweizen style, but it's great to have a brewery in the area that willing to take on the task because nowadays especially everybody just wants ipas everybody wants hops everybody wants something that like it's gonna kick you right in the face yeah i don't want to say it's a style that's going away because you know all these things work they cut they go away they come back you know and they just cycle you get so many different types of beers that people will circle back to i feel like um I think, though, like for a beer novice to go into a brewery for the first time and, you know, they've been drinking the the old American standards, you kind of get a little scared or in shock of, like, what can I contribute something I've been drinking to what you have to offer me. So I think the Hefeweizen is a good starter craft beer for someone who really doesn't know what you know they're talking about when it comes to beer or wants to start jumping into the craft not, scene. not even just that but if you get like people that don't enjoy ipas because it is too much going on for them it's too bitter there's too many different upfront strong flavors not that hefts really aren't that way because they definitely have a very distinctive flavor but it's so much oh, lighter the, and easier the, on a, a good hefeweizen is really complex when it comes to it oh yeah absolutely i mean you get lots of flavors in it but it's a smoother it's an easier drinking beer than trying to pack down a beer that's you know seven and a half percent and just loaded with hops yeah that, you know you know you go back to those old bitter beer face commercials <laughs> where the guy would make that sucky face or it's really it's really kind of funny actually thinking back at that that like Budweiser had a whole campaign. Was it Budweiser? I feel yeah. like it was, I think like it was Keith. Yeah, uh, no, Keith I think it was, it, was, it was Budweiser. Budweiser literally had a whole campaign on something that bitter people, beer face. People, people literally search for now. Like that's yeah. what people want now. I know. I think of that commercial. I'm like, fuck it, bring it on. What, what do you what you got? <laughs> throwback not, throwback I mean, Thursday. Like, I mean, I, you guys have both had higher math before. And I mean, from Dogfish Head, and I mean that's a beer that's like, oh shit, why are we doing this? Like, I mean, I know we're in the extreme beer category with something like that, but I mean that was like a thing. Like, I'm, me and Shannon split one, uh, you know, a twelve ounce, pretty much just like like sipped it. Like, I got to drink brandy faster than that. Well, so what do you got there, Brian? I just cracked open. Since we're over at Old First Word, I'm gonna take a little walk down the street. Ooh, I like, and, I like uh, walks. I went and picked up a can of the Pressure Drop Sticky Trees um, last week when uh, they did their can release. So this was literally uh, canned on Sunday, which was what? The the 8th? The 8th? Or the ninth? No, 10th maybe? Yeah, 10th. It was not the 10th, dude. No. Whatever. Today. It was the 15th. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe it was the 10th. Whatever. Whatever, whatever day Sunday was. All right, whatever. I'm wrong. I win. Su- Sunday success. Sunday what? Sunday was the 10th. So this was literally canned five days ago. Yeah, it's 
the uh, pressure drop sticky trees. And there, is, are they uh, only selling this at the brewery? No, they just, they just actually dropped some off over at uh, Premier um, on a maple that we've talked about plenty of times on this podcast. And, we will uh, keep on telling you guys to keep going to Premier too. And like, I mean, they're they're not they're not paying us or anything. No, but no. like yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably like at, at this point you know, hey, we we go there regularly. We will Especially take sponsorships, the way that we drink though, too, but <laughs> we have a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do my Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but they they drop some off there. They drop some off at uh, Brewed and Bottled out in Lewiston. So if you're up north, you have your opportunity to get some. I'm sure it'll probably be at other stores, too, at some point, if they do have that much to kind of give out. Yeah, like VBM and Aurora Brewworks, maybe, too. I mean, even, even Premier, too, I, we've mentioned it before, but they're definitely getting way better with selection from, like, a freshness standpoint point too with some of these beers that are coming out it's easier to go in there and get i mean there's how many consumer locations are there there's over 10 there might be over 15 so it's nice and um easy for you to get get in there when they have more than that too and don't forget shannon she's here this week <laughs> yeah she gets that she gets that little bit at the end we want a detailed review from you shannon okay. <laughs> the thing the thing about okay the so book report so we're going from we're going from smash tag which is I guess what people like to look at as a nice uh, Buffalo, New England IPA to the opposite coast. And we're going to a nice, danky West Coast IPA with this. Yeah, it's so, definitely, definitely it's clear. clear as all hell. I mean, it, it, it smells like it, it's got a decent like floral smell to it. Taste of marijuana. It's and definitely. It's the dankness to it. It's definitely like it, it has that similar flavor profile to uh, what is it? The Dark Horse uh, smells like a safety meeting. Safety meeting. It smells like being at a summer concert, and all of a sudden you get a whiff of some dude. Yeah. Hey, bon- Bonnaroo was last weekend, and this is taking me back to this is taking me back to my time so out there. But which, it's, you, it's when, not- when you were there, and you seen. The LA Kings playing for the cup and Slayer playing in the background. No, no. What it was was Kanye. Kanye was playing at the time. I decided I'm like, you know, I can give two shits about fucking Kanye West. This is before Kim Kardashian. No, this is when no, Kanye is, was still this is killing probably, it. This is probably when like they were dating and stuff. I don't know if they were married or not. I don't but remember what CD it was. It was after. It was well after. This is this is this is this is 2014. Oh yeah. Okay. So so I mean they're they're together. I'm assuming at that point. They but were, who, they who the fuck had kids by then? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Dope. I was a Kanye fan. Yeah, I, I never I never was, and I was just like, oh shit, they're playing the Stanley Cup Finals on a giant screen on a small stage. So I'm gonna go watch the Kings and the Rangers play, and it's a potential cup clinching game. So I'm sitting there, and it's probably about you know maybe 200 people with me. You know, there's a bunch of food trucks sitting out there. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna grab some food. I'm gonna sit down and watch a hockey game. There's no bureau music because you know Kanye's on the main stage so it's like I got nothing bothering me well, other you know than... what it was it was Jesus dude <laughs> that's what he's out there on Jesus came out in 13 so so either so either way I'm out there watching this game and as all of a sudden we hit OT you look around and it goes from 200 people to about 800 to a thousand people and then all of a sudden the second OT comes and there's about 5,000 people sitting there and then all of a sudden the Kings win the cup and you have 5,000 people just cheering their asses off and just super excited about the fact that a team that nobody probably even cared about just... Wrong! Wrong! I mean, I I 
I was happy for them. Hey, to win we it. had we have had some dark years here in Buffalo for <laughs> hockey. I pledged my allegiance to the Kings for a while. Yeah, you got that jersey down on the basement. I do have a uh, 2012 or 2014. I don't know. We, we but found, I have a Christmas ornament. We found that we, is for <laughs> the jerseys from Ollie's though. Yeah, it is from Ollie's. Straight up. And great, I, for whatever great reason, buy. I we should have bought all them jerseys <laughs> that we saw there. Well, I was in my really tight clothes phase at the time too because I thought like you know, like being in the metal core, I was never gonna get fat and shit. Well, obviously that that turned out wrong. You got that. That, dad, I got that, that I, it was a good idea to buy a medium jersey. No, you were you were rocking them girl jeans for a hot minute too, dude. You gotta get tight, man. <laughs> now, you, now you're rocking that dead bod, dude. I get home from work. I cannot wait to get gym shorts or sweatpants on. Depending on the season, I need to get back to a level of fat discomfort. <laughs> Welcome to my world, man. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I've, I've, you've I've, been handing out shirts that got too small for you to me, and now I'm like, shit, they're getting too small for me. <laughs> at least, at least you got the, at least you got the kids that you can be like, hey, I'm just gonna save this so the kid can wear it. Like my Offspring Smash shirt that my parents got me in 1994. I'm finally into extra large shirts. <laughs> it's only taken 20 some years. Yo, so an extra large in 1994 was like a real extra large. That's what I say. Like, how big is that shirt now? No, man? dude, like this shirt's been washed X. like. Fucking come on! This shirt's had to been washed about a hundred to two hundred times easily. If you wear that shirt once a year, or sorry, once a month for a year, which easily you're wearing more than dude, that. Dude, that shit is not shrinking anymore. Dude, that thing is no, it's deteriorating. You're right. There's random <laughs> holes in it. I feel like I'm just like on a fucking Miley Cyrus like thing. Like I got some old vintage shirt that I stole from somewhere. Yeah, you could probably sell it like that on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, but it's mine, and it looks fucking dope. <laughs> I'm not giving this up. Yeah, Yo, dude, $75, you can get $75? that. $75? No, because if I sell it, she's going to get if mad so, at night. If, someone, if someone were to walk up to me and be like, yo, I'll give you $75 for that shit, you're going to tell them. It is them, a green no. one. No, <laughs> I like that one. See, Shannon approves. Oh, okay. Shannon's so, stamp of approval right there. Whatever, man. I'm saying, if someone is going to offer me $75 for a shirt that's fucking 20 years old, man. Take it and run. Yeah. What about the glass jaw shirts with no sleeves on it? If someone if someone wants to give me $75 for that thing, dude, I'll give it to you. What if it still had sleeves on it? Uh, still, man. Like, that thing is so thin right now. Like, you could see my body through that, man. <laughs> like, do you really want to see my body right now? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Nothing has changed. <laughs> Yeah, no, on, on you guys. Yeah, that's right. Back to the beer. Oh, is that what we're here for? <laughs> I thought I was here for the stories. Yeah, it's you not get... really bitter on the back end. I'm not really. It's actually it's, it's funny. Smooth finish. It's funny because I had one a day after they canned it, and it was heavy with the bitterness and everything else. This has kind of calmed down a lot. Just a like, even, not even a week after it was canned. I think we did. We have it at the brewery too. I think we popped in there a couple months ago. It could, it could be with a freshness. Yeah, yeah. Too. I think I think I think we had one when we were there. Yeah. But even when I mean, it comes there, to there's um, definitely there's definitely that West Coast feel to it though. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to argue that. But I mean, even like so, the homebrew that we had right before we started the episode, we're drinking that. I tapped that on. Was it Saturday? We tapped that. Uh, Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. No, it was Sunday. Sunday. So, yeah, we tapped that Sunday. So I, I had one Sunday. Shannon had a couple Monday. I think the flavors evolved in a week pretty much, you know, less than a week now. And the flavors got better now that CO2 is more complete through it. 
you know, I'm not a chemist, so I can't tell you the actual chemical reactions, all that shit. It's just a hobby that I enjoy doing, and we like drinking. So well, I think that's to your point from a couple episodes ago with this New England age that we're in right now, and it's just obliterating our palates to not being able to fully enjoy something like this. And that could totally be it right now. I mean, we could be going, since we're going from a New England to a West Coast, like maybe the hops are just kind of so mellowed right now. Right. It, but I mean, at least with the way when we drink these things too, we do drink a lot of water with them just to try to like cleanse our palates though too and just get off of... Um, you know, the last tasting beer that we have in our mouth because they are so overpowering and it's so much aromatics with it too that you're just, you're crushing your senses with it. Yeah. I think it's a nice, you know, change up from the the one that we just had and it's just clean, um, light. If you were to, uh, Shannon, so if you were to pick or choose the style, would you go for this or would you go for the New England? Well, I'd go for the New England, obviously, but... yeah. Um, because because what it's smoother. Yeah, Eric brewed it. My preference, um, but I think this is light, and I think it is good. It, it is hop, like it's hoppy. I like it. Yeah. But even something we've touched on, and without Shannon here, we've talked about, you know, as we just mentioned too, the New England's ruining our taste buds. Shannon would be a big fan of Southern tier beers. You could get a super pack, and you know, a year or two ago, that was like. A dream scenario coming home on a Friday night after payday with that. Now you know it's it's totally changed your palate. Um, unearthly. Unearthly, yeah, yeah. So I mean, once and it doesn't it doesn't taste the same anymore. Now that I'm into the New Englands and it's just <laughs> more like a bitter taste or I don't know. It's not as good. It's not as enjoyable. Well, because unearthly was like one of the first doubles, right? That was kind of put out there. It was something well, that was more accessible here for, for, us. for us. For us, yeah. Unearthly was like that, oh shit, like this is this is the double IPA that we're gonna just like pound. It's it's funny because like when you go when you talk about Unearthly, like we spent a night over at the Miscavige Library on six twelve Fillmore, the Polish club. That if you haven't been there, it's actually open on Fridays and Saturdays. Check it out um, to the public and has a great selection of craft beers and Rogues. European beers. Yes, a lot of European. Yeah, beers. I mean that's when, why I think when, we when, started drinking beer when we realized when, they sneak when, up on you. That's right. When we first started going there, they tapped a six still of an earthly, and there was probably about ten of us in the bar that just like hit like half that keg, just killed that keg. It was the best slash worst night that we could possibly have because, I mean, you're just partying and have a great time and next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, what the fuck was I drinking? Yeah, I mean, we've had obviously many of those experiences through the years where, like, what the hell did I drink last night? Like, this... But I, I think now, even with the New Englands, like... When you go through drink drinking so much, I mean, I know it sounds like makes it sound like we just drink all the time. It's not the case, but uh, you know, we like have, when, when we have drink, families and lives, guys. Yeah, but like we when have you have these beers that you become so accustomed to drinking, like Brian, I remember there was a day last summer, me and you sat down at my kitchen table, and we drank like five or six Miller High Life Lights, and it was like, okay. This didn't feel anything. If I drank a month ago, I drank six Sam Adams New England IPAs at the casino, and I felt like I was walking on the moon. I mean, it's just it's a different thing that like 
it hits you differently now. I mean, it's not even like you could drink eight beers of one thing. And my dad's joke, you know, he said he drank 24 Canadian beers and then drank one American beer and like ended up shooting it out of both ends there after getting sick from it. <laughs> well, your dad, your dad's also drinking probably 24 OV splits and then drinking that one American beer and then pouring the rest on himself. I mean, so. This is like the 70s probably. So, <laughs> I mean, they were probably drinking Molson Bordeaux or something at the time too. Like Martin Bordeaux. I'm not trying to spell that right now. We already we already know my pronunciation is not the best. Me spelling verbally not happening. You know he's in that. Um, what's the rental car place Enterprise. commercials? Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. So he can carry on all of his hardware they didn't deserve. He's got those kids with his beard. He's ruining beard. hockey. Okay. Dick. Okay. So now we're gonna get on the fact that Martin Verdeur is not a great goaltender. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's not a great goaltender, but he's not number one. I mean, I'm going to agree with that. I think, I think Patrick Waugh is going to be number one, right? I'm yeah. taking He's in the top five. You're going to go? I mean... Hasek was... It's not just a Buffalo thing. He didn't win I mean, I mean, yeah, he, he, he changed the game. So did Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh brought the butterfly style. Hasek brought the... I'm going to flop like a fish no, style. No, just like you just all over like a different yeah. brand of athleticism. Yeah. Like you didn't see because before that, I mean, there was so much stand-up goaltending going on too still. It we, wasn't the same. Yeah, no, and I... I get that. Shannon, what's your take on goaltending from the 1990s to the 2000s with hockey? Uh, I don't know much about it, but I can tell you about some New England IPA. I'll, I'll accept that answer. That's a great answer. Thank it's you for that good, in-depth research. It's a good transition, Shannon. It's like you've done this before. You know, I mean, we, we could sit here and argue sports. I mean, that's what our podcast is, drinking beer. And, I mean, we're going to talk about the beer. We're going to talk about other random crap. We're probably going to debate stuff at some point. Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, this episode is the well, one of the one of the wild card episodes that we're going to end up having. I spilled water all yeah. over my damn crotch. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we might not have, like, an actual... Uh, topic of actual topic or anything though so we're just kind of going to go off a little bit you crack some beers and you just let it go i mean shit happens naturally it's the same as sitting in a bar can i just say though yeah, like right. we have been very lucky with being able to podcast outside and not having the elements affect us the last four or five three, episodes yeah, three four weeks of doing well, this. yeah it's funny because we've we've actually recorded what three weeks in a row when we didn't think we were going to be able to, when we didn't think we were going to be able to do that, and oh, hot uh, damn, this beer is good, dude! Holy shit! We, um, Shannon, drink this. We managed, we managed to record three weeks in a row, so we're like on episode. Technically, I guess it'd be what episode five, five. right now. Yeah. Five right now. So, so we're uh, Empire yeah. Strikes Back right it's, now. It's yeah. still. Mm-hmm. Can you get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still That's like nice. we're still. Shit, turn at, the base uh, up on that one, boys. We're on. We're on June. We're recording this on June fifteenth. So you're. We've you, we've only released um, two episodes technically, and we're on episode five. So Ooh, that, that's different. Yeah, it's I. That's delicious. <laughs> We are drinking. Shannon, the, would you uh, like yeah, to what tell are we, what are we drinking? This yeah. delicious yeah. Shannon, Shannon, tell us what we're drinking right now. Yeah, what do we got? The color of pomegranants. Uh, foreign, foreign. What is it? Foreign objecty. Uh, what is objects. That? Objects. Oh, objects. It's hard to read. They got that weird font. CMP Brewing Company. What? You know what's going to make you more excited? Look at the ABV on this. No, I see that. That's eight, eight percent. All right, so. 
The color of pomegranates is from Foreign Objects. It's a New Eng- Imperial New England IPA. It is 8% ABV. Dude, look at the chunks of shit floating. I mean, not shit, but I mean, there's some stuff floating in this, which is... it's I, uh, Going back to our restaurant days, this is what we like to call boy f- boys uh, flavor crystals. Yeah. It is also... This is actually a collaboration with Crime and Punishment Brewery out of Philadelphia. Oh, um, if so, I got this, is Nick Foles I just like on that a, a whim, I'd be like, uh, more please, like, let's get this going. Brian, what is your take on this? I'm drinking it right now. Give me a second. Well, hurry up, dude. Kanye's about to drop another album. <laughs> Yo, dude, that dude is like crazy right now. Legit crazy. But like the smell, the smell on this beer hits you right away. Yeah. For this being in New England, it's smooth. I don't even know. Like, I don't this, even know. I mean, it's is this an, is this is even an IPA? I don't you're know. Call, you're That's calling it I'm that based upon like the cloudiness. There's probably some hops well, in it. I, I, I was I was literally just reading the untapped uh, description, description on it. So they call it a new, Imperial New England on untapped. Now, would I consider this a New England? It's, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's like more of a like it's a fruit beer. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, like an imperial fruit beer in a way. I mean, it's it's so heavily fruited, like just with the nose and just the flavor and everything. Like, but it's I got really good body to it. Oh, it it definitely does. Like throughout the whole, yeah, they, whole thing. They definitely killed it with us. New American Ambrosia Cream Hoppy Ale. It's a little hoppy. It I is. Pomegranate. Like yeah, I mean, th- for a beer like this, you're going to have to really um, work well with this to blend these hop flavors into the fruit. And, I mean, it, they definitely did. I mean, I would not be mad about this at all. Did they mention the type of hops on there or no? I'm um, taking a look right now. I was actually trying to look for, like, a date canned on these. All I know is it says a homage to Sergei Paradenov. Um I don't know which league this guy played in, but I don't remember him in the NHL. Was he with the Capitals hoisting that he cup? He was not on any of those teams that uh, won with Detroit in the 90s. He, he was. Yeisman does not know him. He wasn't partying with Ovi this past week? Um, he was, anyone he, partying with Ovi, I'm pretty sure they dead. might be dead. <laughs> I, I want to go party with Ovechkin. You know what? I love Ovechkin. I've been a big fan of Ovechkin. I don't want to party with him because you remember looking at the thing from the strip club bill when it was like almost ten grand, like he rang up and it was like, how many cases of Heineken was it? Like it was insane. Yeah, fuck Heineken. <laughs> did he like, did he like just him. like bounce and like you know have somebody else pay for the tab? No, no, he paid for it. It was like a picture of like him and Semin. He's he's corpse in it. And what, is, what, just what, is, what is Semin doing these days? Um, dude, the kid was getting on one year deals for like six or seven million dollars still. So he's turned that into rubles and he's probably just. Sitting on a mansion back in Russia on a lake, playing fetch with his dog in some weird water, or some shit. Is he like hanging out it. with Putin a little bit? Or um, we've seen the Ovechkin video, so I'm I'm assuming everything is just like that. Because that is literally what every Russian hockey player does in the off season. They just go hang out by some lake and jump in water with their dogs, and then go to McDonald's and like spend like 500 bucks. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to tell me no? No, I'm not. I'm saying, like, legit, this is probably what happens with every Russian hockey player, which, I mean, hey. Yeah, fun, but, I mean, you, dude, <laughs> you hear the stories of the guys that play in the KHL and the shit that comes out, and they're running, like, two-a-day practices, and everyone's on the rushing gas and all that shit, <laughs> and then you get the dudes that are, like, from here, and they're just like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to live that life. 
They just go into it because they got to play the game, man. Hey, when you're six three and like two hundred like thirty five pounds and skate like Ovechkin, you can eat all your McDonald's and rock your Nike gear and just drink out of fountains whenever you want. If anyone really wants to hate on the fact that the dude is like living the fact that he finally did it and people can shut the fuck up, then I mean, if you get the whole political part of it, but I mean, we ain't. I'm not touching any of that shit. Like the dude scored over sixty goals in a modern NHL and then danced when that stick was on fire. Like, let's fucking go, baby. Still, hey, with Kuznetsov doing his fucking dirty bird. Um, how many times a week do I send that gift to you guys? <laughs> like once a week. At it's least. minimum because hey. it's it's incredible. Hey. I just picture him going, Ooh, as, he's like, as he's like trolling around the ice. Dude, you know he's at them. You know he's at them clubs down in DC right now, just doing that all day. The other videos that came out from the parade, he's just like, ah, let's fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, thank you, parents and the friends and family and everything. Uh, let's fuck shit. <laughs> like, he didn't know what the hell he's saying. Ovechkin starts singing the Jack or the uh, White Stripes song, and the oh, 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 and the whole fucking team's jumping up and down at some stage. There was more people there than the inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, White Stripes and Jack White, I did go and see him uh, last week, last week Friday actually. And yeah, what you was... did get to taste some beers out there too at the Brickyard. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, what was up with the the show though? First, Jeremy White was talking about that you had to surrender your cell phone. That's or what like Jack that? White does. Jack White does not actually own a cell phone, so he bums people phone people's phone. It's the thing that they do now. They they won't let you bring phones into places like comedy. Certain comedy clubs won't let you either. They make you lock that shit up, really, in like a mini like locker thing. Huh. Yeah, what it is is it's like it's, it's a pouch that like has a magnetic lock on it that someone like basically they give it to you as you're walking into the venue. When you leave, they unlock it and you get your phone back. That's it. Like your phone is on you the whole time. Like it's not like you're giving somebody your phone. Like you get to hold on to it. Okay. At the same time, like you're not allowed to use it. Yeah. Your phone like they have areas where it's like if you get a phone call or something like that and you need to go and look at your phone, like you can go look at your phone. Like it's not like you can't use your phone. Okay. You just have to use it in the designated area. There's no snake in basically in there. They don't want those yeah. snakes. They just don't want like they want you to be able like if you're watching the concert, they want you to be able to experience the concert. Which hey, that, that, that makes that's, sense. That's what it's that's what it's there for. I mean, do your thing. Like sure. It's funny because because back in the day, I used to take a camcorder to, like, shows back in, like, what, 2000, 2001? Uh, I'd say up to probably, like, at least 03. It might have been a yeah. random one in 04. So I'll go back and look at those, like, whatever I recorded. And everybody standing at these shows are just watching the band. And okay, yeah. So I'm I'm the outlier <laughs> recording everybody. But yeah, at but the same about time, some of those videos that we got from them, like and when the music that we grew up listening to, you know, in metalcore and hardcore scenes. I mean, how many other people are going to get to say like, yeah, I seen Unearth with the guitarist singing because their singer is dying in the van somewhere, <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, like, and the, did the box? When did the box? Break at Backstage Pub was that every time I die? I think it was like the last night in town release. Maybe I don't. I don't have that on tape. But I mean, just like shit like that. Yeah. Like, it's floating around out there. When it was like, whoa, we could just go there. Now it's just like everyone's like, oh, Facebook, Twitter, Tinder. Yeah, no, like I mean, everything's everything's Bumble. literally at your fingertips. I mean, and I'm I'm guilty Tumblr. of it because I mean, I mean, hell, I'll go to I mean, Fits and the Tantrums just played Canal Side last night, and yeah, I'm sending out Snapchats and everything else. To people but at the same
same time, like you get people like Jack White who are going to be like, hey, you can't send these snaps. You can't send any of this. You can't record my show, which more power to you. Do it. But part of that with Jack White, too, is basically he's like a traveling homeless person that's actually good at music. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I was trying to think of it the other day. Like, is he like our generation's Springsteen, maybe? Man, that's a rough one to compare to. Like, I'm trying to think of But who... everyone knows a White Stripe song or, like, a song yeah, that he's like, associated with. Like, and every time you hear it, you're like, let's fucking go. Like, he's not necessarily known as a solo artist. Like, he is, but he isn't, you know? I think I think with everything with him, it's just like, yeah, this is a Jack White band or this is Jack White. Like, yeah. He is, I mean, he could have just, the White Stripes could have been just Jack White. Oh, 100%. And it's such a, just a name that just got a flow to it, too. Yeah. yeah. Going back, being out in Lewiston, we went to Brickyard Brewing Company, the Billions of Mangoes, and... That OJ special? The Space Bronco, and White Bronco, and a couple of their beers, and they were decent. I don't know if it was just because everything was, everything that I had was actually, like, served pretty cold. Something something was off a little bit. Maybe it was just my palate than that night, or I mean, they were decent. Were they the best that I've had? No, by any means, no. I, I think it's hard to go to a brewery that you haven't had before or been there before because I mean, we we cycle back to a lot of the same breweries, even though it might be thirty different breweries now versus like five, you know, ten years ago. You know, you're you're almost like going to with these styles now, and you're you have an expectation like in your head, like, yep, this is what these beers taste like this is what i enjoy and this is what this should taste like i think for niagara county they really don't have a ton up there right they got woodcock i mean i guess technically new york brewing project is yeah niagara Niagara county so i mean they don't really have a lot to pull from than than we do in erie county well i mean with with brickyard brickyards in the heart of lewiston and it's a great place by all means get out there and do because it was a barbecue place right yeah and it still is i mean they have the barbecue place and then they have the brewery right next door to it okay they're two separate buildings in a sense but they're connect connected so yeah because i've i've been to the barbecue place and it was okay um but it was like three years ago probably so but um, i mean a lot of these places now too the way that they can set like the ambiance of a place too will you know change things a lot you know one of my favorite places to go drink at is bally hope and i mean their beers are always rotating like so the beer we could you could go there tonight and they could have you know whatever their how many beers they got on tap eight ten maybe something, something, like, something like that yeah. and you can go back in a week or two and they're all different and you know minus ringside lager that just seems to be the staple there <laughs> i i like going to the place because of just what it is you know i mean it's it's a bar that 25 feet 30 feet long maybe you know it's not the like some crazy um big bar no uh, it's just it's just, i like being there i love the setting of it well that's brian's uh negroni hot spot oh yeah no i mean if i'm going to ballyhoo i'm always starting off in the negroni 100 shan what's your favorite part about ballyhoo <laughs> the sausage Ooh. one more time for our new listeners Ooh. the sausage Ooh, sausage. Ballyhoo does have some damn good sausage. I mean, I it, they call it links and drinks. I think it is a, I don't know, would you call it a craft beer bar, boys? I mean, I think no, it's more no. of a craft it, it, cocktail. It, it, yeah, I was saying, it's, it's, not a, it's not a craft beer bar. It's a craft cocktail bar. And you don't see a lot of those around here. 
That's not true. No? That is, yeah, that's not true <laughs> yeah. anymore, bud. Yeah, no. The thing is, you're not- I haven't lo- been out enough, No, then. but it's not even just that. Dude, you're not you, out there you, looking for- You a literally have two kids that are under three years old, so- Yeah, that's that's not always an excuse, though. <laughs> it, no, it is. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine excuse to have that you haven't been out with experience. Yeah, but we have, we have date nights, you know, and we're able to go out. Yeah. But you just got to start Uber date nights. Yeah, I have not hit up that Uber yet. That is one thing I need to hit. Yeah, yeah. We, we've... I got to download that app. Maybe maybe try Lyft, because more and more I'm hearing is, like, I'm, a lot of friends that have been using Uber have had really creepy experiences. Dude, my parents talked to every Uber driver, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, but, well, maybe it's maybe it's people our age that are, like, getting the creepy experiences. I don't think anyone's trying to be creepy towards dad. Well, what, what's creepy? Hey, like? he's got that fro going. Did you hear what they're going to start doing, like, with the Uber app? Um, if you're too drunk, then they won't... You can't, like, order an Uber. It can tell by the way, like, your phone is moving or... Isn't that, isn't, about it on isn't that the, the whole radio. point of Uber, though? Yes. Yes, and that's exactly what they're saying on the radio, too. They're, it, well, when you sign up to drive for Uber, I mean, that's what you're... You, I, I found out the other day I that, mean, I guess, Lyft drivers, they can't deny... Like, they don't see the destination... Neither did Uber for the longest time. But I like Uber, did, Uber did. does now. Does they? Yeah, but Lyft doesn't see the destination. So what it is is they just pick it up, and all of a sudden, like, oh hey, I'm going out two hours that way. You have that, and then you can decline it, I guess, after you see it. But like when you accept that ride, you have to go. You have to go. Yeah. Huh. Last time I checked, they don't fucking control me. So. Well, because what they just changed up the CEO, right? The, for Uber, no, got a that, new CEO or I mean, it was, like it was commercials. Or it was, it was a couple. I was talking about like it was, it was, it was like six months ago or oh. a year ago or something, whatever. They're Some like PR, yeah, bullshit. yeah, yeah. All the all the ads that you see on Twitter and yeah. whatever else, yeah, like that's what you're talking about. Yeah, no, the, I don't know where we've fucking been our whole lives without Uber. We're uh, lucky to have ride sharing in this city finally after years of trying to get it. So yeah, it was a fucking battle to get food trucks, and that was a battle to get this and now it's like two of the biggest staples in buffalo are food trucks and ubering well because any any place that you're at any establishment you're at people are outside like i'm looking for my uber yeah just go to where's lloyd uh, go to go to allen at like two o'clock in the morning and you just have random people just stopping at random stops ra- random parts of the street Not they don't even, know it's like the fucking struggle and go down to the hot dog yeah. man and get charged two different prices when you go back for a second hot dog right <laughs> just trying to get my street meat on world problems yeah, first world problems. I'm with you, babe. Motherfucker charging me two different prices. <laughs> I still don't remember. And I was, I still might have been drinking down there in Allen, but I don't know. I went, I said, like, that guy just charged me another price. He's just trying to make them dollars, man. As we're, we're rolling along, we just cracked open another beer. We're at number three. Just cracked open the Yo Play from Innerborough Spirits and Ales. This is the one that caught my eye when you, uh, it is a peach smoothie double IPA. Looks like it's a collab, too. Pulling it up now. Shannon, what do you feel about this one? On the interwebs. Okay. It is intraweb. Oh, that's that's a real great review. Yeah, one of my nose. <laughs> you remember the Tom Green show? Because the guy that just sat in the background and laughed? I mean, Shannon's kind of doing that a little bit. Like, a couple giggles, a smile, just sip her drink and go back to giggling. Isn't that how it usually is when you guys, like, get together? 
This no, is, I, I include you. This legally. is a collab with Burnt Mill Brewery out in England. So, oh shit, dude! It's brewed, you can't you can't get more New England than in England. It's brewed as part of their Breakfast of Champions series. Ooh, the peaches are from South Carolina. Honey brought from across the pond, made by trees, made by bees at Burt Mill Brewery. Fiddle beans and lactose. Yeah, guys, we got woo, that lactose. Woo, woo. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the thing is, though, I want those Georgia peaches. Make sure you get your Charmin on before you drink peaches. Yeah, South Carolina peaches, man. I don't know. I want those Georgia peaches. Give me those Georgia peaches. They both got red soil. It's okay. Uh, I don't know. It's got got that that Pilsner and English pale malt, plus with wheats and oats, um, hopped with El Dorado, Simcoe, and Ella. Oh, there's that one. The lactose might be giving you a little bit more of a... Like a bitter... What we got in those ABVs? We are looking at ABV-wise. We're looking at 7.6 and a 20 IBU. It's very, very smooth. Um, When I just checked into this on on tap, I got a... uh, an IPA badge for this, so well, there's congratulations. A, there's I don't def- think I would call it an IPA. There's definitely a, there's definitely a sweetness with the with yeah. the honey, with the honey and the peach. I mean, this goes back to our earlier talking about like what the fuck is an IPA? There's so many different variations. Like immediately, like years ago, we would see an IPA and be like, shit, let's get it. What for, is this one going to taste like? For all the beers that we've had today, the first two, the Sicky Trees and the Smash Tag, are the closest to. The opposite ends of like New England and West yeah. Coast spectrum, I think. Like, but like Sticky Trees is probably what like we grew up drinking, drinking IPA wise. Yeah. Agreed. This is a milkshake IPA, I guess. Yeah. You know, with the with the lactose and vanilla and everything else. Like, this is that stereotypical milkshake IPA, which I is like I don't know if I'm really fond of these. I've had the Evil Twin. This is what the kids like, man. Vanilla lactose IPA and. Like, okay, the first one was fine, but I bought a four-pack of them, and I had to drink all four of them. <laughs> and by number four, I was just like, I'm drinking it to get it out of the fridge. Yeah. You know, so... That's when you invite your parents over. Well, my parents don't drink like we do. Well, that's when you invite my parents over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but... There, there's still fucking bottles from six years ago. There's a, at least one bottle of Wild Red left in my fridge right now. Your dad's not a... It's not really like when he goes when he goes ham, he'll drink those Manhattans. Yeah, he's he's not a beer drinker. He'll have like three or I've four Manhattans, and then you but, know it's a party. Yeah, you know, but like craft beers, like he'll have a blue light here, a blue light there. Um, but when he goes hard, he's hitting those Manhattans hard, which yeah. I'm following right in his footsteps. <laughs> I could I could uh, never when get the my- mustache comes. And you gain gain like 70 pounds. Uh, Yeah. I told your dad the other day, actually, uh, I cannot wait till Adam hits metabolism. So We were just uh, having that that talk at work yesterday. I I think people were just shaking their head at me, and I was just like, I can't explain it. I think your middle brother got all the... (laughs) (laughs) He did. Unfortunately, he... He got the, the taking, short. He got the short straw. He's taking the brunt for no you pun and, intended. He's taking the brunt for you and your younger brother. He he definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, and your youngest brother got the biggest fucking hands in Western New York too. But, but hey, but the but the but the middle brother is you know hey, he's very talented in what he does. I'm the middle he's listening. I'm so. the middle. I'm the middle brother in mine too, and I took the brunt for my two brothers too. So like I'm shout the out, shout out to asshole out of him. Shout mind. out to Bobo. Bobo's listening, so he's he's a subscriber. Bobo, you're my boy. For the first time I went to the pink was, what, last year for my birthday? Yeah, and you were so concerned about the fact that the guy was cooking and 
darkness. <laughs> it was so dark. How are you even? You can't even see where you're cooking. Yeah. If you've never, if you've never had a steak sandwich from the pink or a bologna sandwich from the pink, then you haven't lived. Uh, I've ate steak sandwiches there. I've also stood next to homeless people watching porn there before they got. Yeah, they out. did have it in the back. They, they had the back room, right? <sighs> Fucking rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, chicken and porn night. Yeah. It was what, that was before they had full Mondays, flash right? Too. Wasn't that yeah, Mondays? Mondays? I've been there multiple times, but I don't think I've ever had any food from there. I used to. No. They, they throw you, that back but by the chicken time, or, by the time you started going there, man, that yeah, it was that over. it was the the chicken was like, dude, people would just town the bar because it was free chicken, dude. Sure. Yeah, but this is the, the how times have changed because me and Greg were regulars there, and then all of a sudden Brian's now the regular there, and I've, I've stepped foot in there twice in like ten years. I actually have I haven't been to the pink in like six months. I'm not gonna lie. There's no reason for me to go there, dude. I live in North Buffalo, man. Dude, if the bologna sandwich craving starts, you're gonna tell me you're not gonna go. But I'm not gonna. Would, I'm not why gonna. Why does one go to the pink? Um. Because why, why? the beers aren't that bad. Yeah. You, you used to be able to smoke cigarettes in the bar. No one would yell at you. They have they allegedly good, they had good allegedly music. For legal purposes. Say, like the, the music, the music playing is always great. No one would really, really fuck with you there. It was just a place yeah. to like. They have like a moose on the wall, right? Was it a moose or a deer? I don't know. I have no idea. I my I don't eyes think mo- so. mostly open when I was there. <laughs> It was really dark in there. I did hit Buffalo Legendary status, though, there. So, I mean, cheers to me on that. Sock. Sock R.I.P. I did poop there. (laughs) It's definitely a place that you have to go I I remember, like, me, Greg, and Savannah going there, and, like, Savannah be like, bathroom's flooded again. Like, you look over, and the fucking water's coming out from underneath the door. Like, into the rest of the bar, it's like, up, it's Tuesday. If you have the opportunity to go there, because they open in the afternoon. They're open at, like, I think... Noon, eleven yeah, o'clock, maybe. Open early, man. So if you're if you're there and you want to get lunch, of like if you happen to be in the area, go and get a fucking sandwich there. It's not bad food. Don't be afraid of the pink. Don't be afraid of the decal. You know the decor on the outside one night of the wall. And Keith Buckley sat down next to me, and I was just I was toast. I'm like, I want to fucking pick a hundred dollar bill up off this fucking floor, <laughs> just like, just like the 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 way that the bar is like. It, it's just a thing you gotta go to. You have to experience it, and you have to like embrace it. Because it's a for Buffalo what it is. after hour experience. I mean, that place used to not get busy till three thirty in the morning. Well, it, it's also a place too where like our parents have like not my parents or Adam's parents. Um, my parents call it the old pink. <laughs> They'll call it the stink every now and then, but their generation has been going to this place for however many years. It used to be something different. I mean, and, and then remember when the the Sabers had the, the Google Doll like song back for uh, like they're showing like random shit around Buffalo it's like oh wait look there's the fucking pink like when you think of like the top like 20 places in Buffalo yeah the pink's there dude the pink was in the Ma- in Maxim I think at one point uh, GQ called it one of the best uh, dive bars or something like that with was that, was that what it was it was GQ we are now going into the vapors from Interboro double dried hop to double IPA give Shannon that fresh pour what a frothy lady well, that's something that's not going to be repeated again tonight this fucking party. <laughs> we got our first snort. Yeah. Yeah. Snort, 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 yeah. snort. I can't believe we're on number beer number four. This is five if you count the homebrew. This is eight point three ABV, thirty IBU, brewed with Pilsner Vienna malt base. 
hopped with Azaka, Lemon Drop, Ella, Uwakatu. Pretty smooth, double dry hopped. Just smelling it right away, you get like a real smooth like smell to it. Like you know it's going to be a smooth beer. Very smooth. Um, Especially with the alcohol content on it too. Yeah, what are we at? 8%? It was over 8. Yeah. This episode right here is just us basically kind of highlighting the fact that we're able to get beers like this in Buffalo. Living in a state like New York, having, what, hundreds of breweries out in New York City? Yeah. Just sending their beers our way. And on Untapped, there's only been 100 people that have checked into this. But you get, like, beers like this. You get beers from, like, Barrier. You get beers from... Even, like, when we get, like, stuff from, like, Grimm and Single Cut and stuff out this way. With Grimm and Single Cut, though, I mean, they... Grim contract brews and they're ba- or like I don't know what they call it contract brewing or nom- nomadic or gypsy brewing like some shit like that where they basically are bouncing around from brewery to brewery. What would you say eighty percent of Grim comes out in bottles? Oh comes yeah, out yeah, twenty two yeah. ounces. You get the random cans and shit like that, but most of their beers are going to be coming out in bottles and they're just different every time. As we're finishing this last beer up, I think we should kind of probably wrap up the podcast. I would, yeah, we're I would agree. <laughs> I, think, I think we're at that point. We're at that juncture where time to sunset this episode. And, and sunset hours ago, buddy. Go on to the next. Touch base on the fact that this month in Buffalo Brewery activity, we've had a lot of beers released. Resurgence releasing their uh, strawberry IPA, their lime Berliner Wise. They have their collaboration with Old First Ward with other collaborations and everything else. I mean, obviously we had Smash Tag today. We had Sticky Trees released in cans. Thin Man's releasing a couple of random offshoots for their summer solstice. Hell, Big Ditch is doing their uh, Bidwell Wild. West Shore is going to have their first year anniversary party on July 7th, so that'll probably be close to, It'll when, be close to when this one's going to release. So. going to be released, yeah. so get so, those VIP tickets. So if 25 you're, bucks. If you're looking for new beer in the area, it's out there. So if you're not drinking something different, you're doing it wrong right now. Yeah, it's totally on you guys if, if you're not hitting up something new. I mean, it's it's an awesome time to be drinking in Buffalo with the options we have, just the, even the local aspects of stuff that we have now, too. It just keeps on getting better and better. There's more and more releases at all the breweries that we have, and I mean, it's just something cool to stay on top of because, you know, 10 years ago, this wasn't the case. It was like, let's drink one of the five beers that Flying Bison has out because... This is our brewery. I mean, I think it's, you know, they, they talk about the city being the, the renaissance and everything's coming full circle. But, I mean, I think we're in a cultural renaissance when it comes to beer, too. You know, and everything at our disposal and all these breweries that we have to be able to go to. And, you know, different festivals that are going on. And we'll maybe get into that in another episode. But, I mean, ultimately, you know... You know, the world is your oyster, and Buffalo is right in the center of it. This is a city that is built around breweries and... We are a drinking city. Like, let's be realistic. Yeah. The city the city is ready to fucking go. If I have our sports teams <laughs> ever real, win anything, I don't want to hear about, like, how Washington caps... Everyone's going crazy and being nice. No one's flipping cars or any of shit, because you know if that happens here... Bam. I'm going downtown. I just want to see what the shit's like. I don't care what time it's like. I'm just going to say... Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast, and on Untapped at WTH Podcast. Also, I'd like to thank our special guest, Shannon, for joining us. Shannon, say goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Shannon, for joining us today. Thank you for dealing with our antics for an evening.
Yeah, it's always nice to have a little bit of feminine flavor that's not just Eric. Shannon's had enough flavor of our beers. I mean, that's that's taking an ounce and a half away from each one of us tonight. And on that note, everybody have a great night. Enjoy your week. Drink local. Later, guys. Peace.